0: been said many times, many ways, welcome to Star Wars season. This is Some Kind of Movie with Sean Lemmy, John Otney,
1: Matt Carsons.
0: and we're here to talk about Rogue One and determine what kind of movie is it. Good movie, bad movie, medium Like all things.
2: I feel like is, whatever is we do any episode of this podcast, it's always pretty much media. Except
0: politics now. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it looks like uh, December is going to be the month of Star mm-hmm. Wars for the
2: foreseeable the future. One, the one thing that's important. That's, that's pretty I good.
0: Then Han Solo slated for
3: May of that particular year. I don't
0: know, but I mean, ep- yeah, episode 8 was slated for May, and then they're like, whoops. You gotta December. stop
3: planning stuff like 10 years in advance. So let's talk about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what we're here to do. Sean, you're the I man. Cut up, I caught up on you're some the, of it. the lead by Star Wars dreams. expert. Yeah, come on. You wanted to do this. So Star Wars Rogue One is a prequel this thing.
0: <laughs> to the Star Wars movies. But <laughs> for the first time, good. it's a prequel without using the same Skywalker family as our focus. It's uh, the story of the team of people uh, who steal the plans to the Death Star. Uh, which as we all know, gets ends up in uh, Princess Leia and then R2D2's hands in Star Wars a new hope. Um, that's the basic setup of the movie. I feel like every review I've read then leads into people saying like'm I'm a, I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan, which is like a really defensive thing I think. like I don't we don't need to prove ourselves anymore right like Nancy's read every Star Wars book that's been put out
1: not everyone yet. But, but I'm well on my way.
0: Um so maybe we should just start with overall takeaway impressions and then, I think we've got a pretty good gamut. We had like like I saw it for the first time and like John slept through it, and Nancy saw it for the second time and Colin doesn't care. So I think those are like the four <laughs> types of people who are seeing this movie. <laughs> what did you guys think of it? Let's start with Nancy. Let's let's end with me. Alright, let's start with Colin The opposite of Nancy It's fine
2: Yeah Well, what do you think I'm gonna say (laughs) If I had to give a a Two word review What do you think it would be Yep, (laughs) exactly
1: Seven well, you've seen episode 8? Yeah, no, I
2: enjoyed it. I guess in the same <laughs> way that I enjoyed it. Uh, episode 8, really, where... It's, it's you know, very it was, it complicated. Was, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. What was it, episode 7? There's so many fucking movies, I can't keep track of all this crap. Uh, <laughs> Home Alones. It's super complicated. Come on, that's a lot uh, of movies. Seven. It's more than there are... I don't know. Rockies? How many Rockies do we have at this point? Seven. Okay. We got eight Star Wars, so take that, Rocky. But, yeah, I, I, you know, I enjoyed it in the way that, like, it actually has, like, pretty good characters that have... (laughs) you know, distinct personality traits, unlike those crappy sequels in which there's like a million characters and they are, are all bland and boring. Um, I guess this one, I'm sure we'll get into this, but more, more than episode seven, I felt like it relied on CG a little much. I still like the fact that it does have that kind of lived-in feel, though, of the original trilogy where everything's all kind of
3: okay. like used and shit. If shady. it was on to me... Uh, stuff, just so everyone but, um, knows Before I saw this I slept for over 24 hours Yeah so I wasn't quite prepared To see a movie At 10.45 at night And I was I was in it for so I was solid For the first half hour And then I was kind of Drifting in and out Of consciousness Not because the movie's boring Because I was tired but it was this kind of nice waking coma where it's like, oh, I just wake up. It's like, oh, Star Wars, neat. And then fall asleep. And then I totally missed the end of the movie. This, I, I think I can announce now, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't want to hear spoilers, don't listen to this podcast. I didn't even know that all the characters died at the end of the movie. In my version, credit gets shot and then he goes,
2: da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I missed Leia.
3: Uh, I basically just missed the end of the movie. I saw mostly everything else, even though I wasn't super paying attention. Like, I saw everything because I was kind of like scanning through it on some sort of Spanish cam upload today. That's, every time an alien speaks, it's like Spanish subtitles. Um, and, you know, I think my overall impression is probably, I, liked, I probably liked it more than Colin, probably not as much as Nancy and Sean. So this is the natural progression.
2: Um,
3: I think... One thing I really appreciate about it is this felt so like Star Wars. Like, it felt so, like, comfortable in the universe. There's there's a couple of moments in Force Awakens, even though I probably like that movie better, where I'm like, this doesn't feel like, this is weird, what is this? This feels like J.J. Abrams. But, like, this movie, like, 100% for me felt always like Star Wars. Like, the guys look like they're from the 70s, everything's all rusty, all the monsters and aliens. That stuff was really cool. And there's a lot of little nice details that I feel people aren't talking about, probably just because it just came out, that I really appreciated, like, one small thing that I really loved is near the opening of the scene, you have Mads Mikkelsen kind of facing off, just meeting up with Krennic. I, I don't know why I choose some actors and then some other people. I choose their characters, just, but <laughs> deal with it. And like, they meet, and they're standing in really tall grass, and Mads Mikkelsen has his hair done up in a bun. It reminded me of this samurai film that I saw once called Oni Baba. It's like a samurai <laughs> horror film that uses tall grass like in all its sets. Like, this is cool because, you know, Star Wars drew a lot of influence from, like, Kurosawa this feels like this is like a nice throwback and there's probably other stuff like that in there too so there's a great attention to detail um, where the movie lacked for me was I didn't really like like almost any of the characters except for the robot I didn't dislike them they're just like eh, some guys whatever and I didn't care about the plot I don't know it wasn't that interesting to me uh, I didn't really care where it was going because I knew oh they're going <laughs> to get the plans whatever You know, I know where it's going but there's some there's some great spectacle I like the planets Overall, it was good. I'd I'd watch it again. I probably should watch it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it. So I've written down some talking points from what you guys have said, um, but I think we'll just keep going with these overall impressions first. Um, So yeah, my experience was um, I found that first, I I don't know how long it was, 45 minutes maybe, um, really disorienting. Like it it kept cutting from different planets and like not only would you go to a different planet but they'd have different characters doing different things and they were it was always like in the middle of it like you you, you meet um, you meet Diego Luna's character like in the middle of some intelligence gathering mission he's on or something where he ends up killing a guy um, and then it like immediately cuts to um, Riz Ahmed like on some planet and, and it's it's uh, It was it was tough to like, follow everything, and and I think I was talking that about, about I was talking about that with Nancy and he said well maybe it's also because, like I'm so excited just because I'm like watching a new Star Wars movie and like my brain's getting in the way because it's it's in like, excitement yeah. mode, um but once all the team came together, I was totally on board. Uh, I loved. Uh, the action especially the the whole final battle. Uh even though it reminded me of Spaceballs because it has a, a planet with a force field around it, like Spaceballs. <laughs> um just, there's a lot of Spaceballs easter eggs. <laughs> so is is that still Legends canon or do they bring it into the main canon now? What space balls? Spaceballs? Spaceballs. <laughs> um, uh yeah, uh and I was pleased with how they decided to end it too, John. John spoiled it. I, I wasn't sure it was gonna be an everybody dies movie, but it was an everybody dies movie. Uh, and that's great. That's how it should have ended because it would have been weird if they kept doing like weird side, like if they had the same Rogue One team, like scouting out Hoth, like in that's a movie, or like working with Bothans and that's a third movie. I didn't want that, even though I pretty much liked this cast. But I had a good time.
2: Yeah, it I is mean, nice. So many movies that, these days like, are made to generate these like Sometimes like
1: they'll
2: not story include important details in, like, well, come uh, no, nice. it's like will cover the next movie franchise. It's like we're middle end.
1: end There you go. <laughs> and like I felt that way too, but and I'm also like, well it's kind of cheap cuz like they have the luxury of doing that because they're they don't mm-hmm. need to make sequels cuz they're just going to make other Star Wars movies for the rest of time.
0: Yeah, but I mean, look at Mar- Mar- Marvel's terrified they it, I I think the only superhero that's died in 14 marvel movies is quicksilver like
1: yeah and they're... he was super lame no yeah nobody <laughs> cares god they wouldn't even
3: kill don Cheadle. nobody likes don Cheadle.
1: yeah it's like get tim meadows <laughs> that'd be great that'd be so much more fun
3: <laughs> just get him and they don't explain it like the terrence <laughs> Howard thing actually no did they have a joke about that No, <laughs> 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 Well, isn't that the
1: same character?
3: Yeah, they they recast the yeah. character, but it's still the same yeah. name and
1: everything. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't think they acknowledge it.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I really really liked it. Uh it the one thing it does, and most of what I'm going to say is good and also bad. Cuz this movie is like the most fan service Star Wars movie. You know that has ever been put to film it's like every single frame has something that's like <gasps> you know it's like which a helicopter is like taking uh, off yeah a helicopter taking off it's just like so nerd sweaty it's just <laughs> it's incredible and for someone like me that you know i've like committed myself to like getting into the new canon just for fun Cause it's just like a, it's a play you know, it's a, it's a setting that, that, you know, appeals to me and is, is fun and interesting. And, and, uh, and one of the things that I have a hard time judging other people's reaction is because I read the prequel book to this movie, which explores, um, Galen and, uh, Krennic's relationship, like and it also explores the mom who in the movie is like super lame and i read a couple reviews that were kind of like the mom's so stupid like she just runs out there with her gun and she's like Duh, you know but like that book puts so much weight behind those characters that is not in that movie you know like f- so for me it was much more emotional to you know like basically she they've been running from krennic forever you know and and, uh, and so the fact that she's, like, just had enough and goes out there with a gun... I, like, it made total sense to me. She's not really thinking straight. <laughs> but... But, yeah, I mean, there's just... There's so much more emotional depth to me from reading that... Especially reading that book. Because um, otherwise, I think Galen is kind of lame. I think Lyra's kind of lame. I, Krennic's fun. but But the... There's also a huge relationship between Krennic and Tarkin in that book, which which kind of, to me, justifies the use of Tarkin, and we'll probably talk about that more. Um, I know everyone thought it was super lame, but...
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. I think that's probably the most controversial <laughs> part of the movie. Uh,
1: so expect- let, me just, let me just say what I gotta say first, and then you guys can rip it to shreds. Um, I thought they should have used Tarkin so. about half as much as they did. Um, I was fine. First viewing, you know, it t- I, like Colin said, I didn't even listen to a word he said. Like, I was like, I was just staring at him like, like that's pretty cool. I, you know, I can totally tell, but it's pretty cool. And then I'm like, just like watching his, I'm like staring at him and what you know, which... Which just, is horrible, probably. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I well, I had that same thing, but like you know, less impressed. Where I'm just like, this is so yeah. dumb. And Second weird. viewing, what I just accepted it and, like, it and watched it, and not know, a single word of his dialogue is landing. With me not, I don't know. Like, I I don't
1: anything he's saying. It's just my opinion, but I don't think it looks. So dumb and so bad. Like it like there's Yeah. It does feel weird. And I yeah. I'm not saying it looks bad.
2: It just like feels weird. <laughs> Cause you you know he's not a yeah. real human being and everyone yeah. else in this. Yeah, scene. I mean we've it's been living with being, CG acting characters like he's a human like being. It's just there's this like, weird artificiality that's kind that. of Impossible to get yeah. over. I feel um, like. Yeah. Yeah, and but they're never supposed to be humans, really, or at least not for you know just scenes where they're t- standing around talking. And that first people. Tarkin always scene, guys getting like, like blown I thought, oh, up. Oh, this is going to be perfect
0: because it starts with a shot of just like the back of, of his head, and you can CDBs. see his face in reflection. He's like looking out a window. And I was like, "That's great, because that like that CG face, you can't tell the difference in a reflection. It looks fine, but then he turns around, and mm-hmm. it's it's just it's just a cartoon character to me. I like it, it's it's totally that thing of like he's so well animated and so detailed, it just doesn't look real <laughs> anymore. Uh, you know that uncanny valley effect." Where they, they're so close to being able to just make a CGI human being, but it's not there yet.
3: I think I'm on the same page with you guys. Um, that like when I saw the scene, I immediately just started picking out little, like little mistakes. Like it's like it's it's imperfect, but it's too perfect. And then I was thinking, if they're not going to use the like original voice, which you can't really, why you, we use like why have a, this weird face? Like why not recast it? I kept thinking, I kept trying to go through my head and recasting it. And I was like, you know who would have been good as Tarkin? Charles Dance? T- you know, Tywin Lannister from
0: Game of Thrones?
3: Yeah. Like, you could have just said Tarkin. I'm like, oh, cool, it's a tribute. He's Tarkin. At least I, maybe I would, like, listen to what he said.
0: I, I think that's a very fair point because they, you know, they obviously they recast Mon Mothma, and that's fine. Like, the, yeah. the woman they have is fine. And no, it didn't bother me.
1: And they could have done some weird, you know, makeup with, with what's-his-name, you know. And... Yeah. Yeah. Who got Doug I, I Jones? Guess... You can
0: make Doug Jones look like anything.
1: <laughs> so, so, is it is this kind of like a cloning debate where it's like, you know, you know, I think we all accept that eventually we'll get there, you know. But yeah. Should we? But should we?
0: <laughs> uh, I did look up that they got permission from the the Cushing estate whoever yeah, is running yeah. that to, to have yeah. that character in the movie
1: but the, I'm not saying like it from an ethical standpoint I mean like just from a you know you know the, should, should we do this or is it like just too weird and creepy and we'll, we'll always know because for me it's not as much of accepting that it's Tarkin I accept that it's Tarkin but the thing that took me out of it more than how it looked was just that I know Peter Cushing's dead you know, like I can whatever, you know, CG aside. But it's just the fact that I know that it's not him is the distracting part. Mm-hmm.
3: I think you I think you should
1: if you can. I just don't think we're there yet. And but but the fact is, how do we get there? Because they, if they're going to do it, they need to do it. You know what I mean? And it, And it might suck that. They're doing it but by them do using the technology in this movie it helps further to get there eventually technology will improve you, you couldn't have done this maybe even five years ago i don't know like it it's, yeah.
3: it is very impressive it's just the human eye is very smart yeah. they can see things
0: yeah well, and the, and i will point out that like young robert downey jr in captain america civil war looked yeah. a lot better than Tarkin I was going to
3: point out the same thing. I think that's probably because he yeah. he's alive. <laughs> it was easier to do because he had a, a model to work with. He could probably yeah, be yeah. on the set and then they just kind of reshape things. But I think they'll get there. I think they'll get there and I think they should do it if it suits the story because I do think you're going to get the Death Star, Tarkin's got to be there.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Tarkin is such a huge part of this story. And like the only reason I would use him half as much is just because of exactly what we're talking about. I and and I felt like the, I, I felt like they just they might have been able to do this even you know actually see his face, but they just like kind of shove it down your throat a little bit too much, like it's like there's a lot of cl- close shots. Yeah, there's like, there's okay, part of me that respects
0: their confidence of like we're just gonna make him yeah. an important character. We're gonna yeah have but you know ups. maybe
1: have yeah maybe have it like you know they're walking down a hallway and it's you know it's. They're not right up in his face. But but I don't know. It's, but the other half of me goes, okay, this is pretty cool. Whatever, you know.
3: I mean, it's a tricky line because then some people would be disappointed. It's like, how come they didn't show more of his face? How come they're just they're totally teasing us? You know, like yeah. you said, this is fan service to the movie, so they've got to give you everything 100%. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, here's talking, Look at
3: him. There he is. See, we did it.
1: And one of the other things I heard is, like, why not use Vader in some of those roles, you know, just talking – <laughs> Instead of Tarkin, just so you don't have to show Tarkin so much, but, but I think it's just like from a story group perspective. The the whole Tarkin Krennic relationship is is pretty. Because like the whole book, Tarkin they're just like one up in each other, and you know sending you know Krennic like makes a fake. He like hires people to to attack the Empire, so Tarkin has to like go like kill himself, you know, fighting him and is pretty funny yeah um, so uh, you like know, my favorite between... one of my favorite parts of the movie was when when they do the test and then Tarkin's just like okay fuck you it's mine <laughs> <laughs> like that was very uh, very representative of their relationship
0: yeah I mean between him and Vader um, it makes sense to flesh out Tarkin because we we just know a yeah. lot less about him yeah. he's only in the one movie and we've got six movies with Darth Vader like, yeah. I, I feel like the real gap is just learning how he got so evil between episodes three and four, but... they, Who, they Tarkin? No, Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. But they probably just fucked that up anyway. Um, and I've never made this argument before, but I'm... Because I'm usually on the other side, but... Uh, like, it just hearing us talk about Tarkin made me think of, the, like, a lot of people say that movies like Jaws and Star Wars work because the directors had to deal with all these problems in reality mm. and in the era of CGI filmmaking like you don't have problems anymore like any shot you want you can get even if the actor has been dead for 30 years <laughs> yeah um and so it's it's almost it's almost hubris to have Grandma <laughs> Tarkin this much
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so here's my other this is a good transition but one of my other favorite scene is you know when they go to mustafar and i I loved it a lot because it kind of shows you that tarkin and vader are pretty good buddies you know and they're not going to let this little shithead you know because he's you know tries to go whining to vader and he's like mm, fuck you <laughs>
3: Okay, can I start with one thing? Because you mentioned Mustafar, I could be wrong here, but I thought I heard like a rumor somewhere that in George Lucas's original notes that he submitted to Disney, he had like a castle, like a Darth Vader had a castle somewhere. Has that ever been a thing? Have you guys ever heard of that?
1: It could be totally She's false. There. I don't. I've never heard of that. But the, the, in Legends, like there is, um, I can't remember the name of the planet. It's like v- Vajj or something. Oh, Vegeta,
0: where all the Saiyans are from.
1: Yeah, Vegeta, where all the scenes are from. It's like V J A N or something, and like oh, shot
0: the probe from Star Trek the Motion
1: Picture. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean you go to that planet in uh, in uh, is it Jedi Academy, Sean? One of the video games, and that's where like you know in in Legends he's he's got a castle somewhere. Um, so they just decided to make it on Mustafar, because they're trying to be super poetic. So here's
0: here's the thing, and I think I noticed this, but maybe I just missed it. Early in the movie, they make a point of putting, like, on the screen, the name of the planet, and, like, what's the deal mm-hmm. with the planet. But I feel like with Mustafar, they didn't do that.
1: They they did not.
0: Why didn't they, they do not... that? Because I was like, is so this think... Mustafar, or is this just another volcano planet? Mm.
1: So I think the reason they did it is cuz they didn't want to telegraph Vader too early. But don't they immediately cut to him in his bathtub? Well Well yeah. Well yeah, but you you still don't know it's him until they <laughs> until they uh you know drain the tub. Yeah, I agree with Nancy. It I think they wanted to build it up as long as they could. Yeah, cuz cause, cause like that was one of the big debates is that who's in the bacta tank, you know, who's who's in there is it, you know and that I thought was so fucking cool to show Vader all like limbless and juicy. I was I was all about that. Juicy. He's all moist.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. It was it was a good build up, I agree. My problem is he shows up and then he just kinda gives like a plot recap. I don't know. A little disappointing. <laughs> I felt like J- they just gave James Earl Jones like all this like plot that he was not he doesn't he didn't care about, like Say all this shit. It's like, fine. Say all these ridiculous names. And and we talked about this, and this is very minor, but the way they
1: shot Vader, his head looked huge. It did look huge. I thought it was like maybe he's put on a little weight. A little head weight. God, to his head. I, he looked a
3: little fatter to me. I don't know. Well, we looked at, you know, we saw that at the Cinerama. They had a Vader costume in the lobby, and the head is pretty big, but they usually weight. shot Vader kind of like not quite that close. Yeah. Kind of, he kind of looked a little goofy, actually. They kind yeah. of should have kept their distance a little bit. Maybe shot him kind of more upward to make him look more imposing. But they're kind of like on the same level. Uh, it's a little unusual. I mean, it's always cool to see Vader, especially, you know, having James Earl Jones there with his great voice. I don't know yeah. what Vader could have done instead. I think maybe if, like, maybe if they he'd been doing something while they're talking, like playing Star Wars
1: chess, just standing there talking, I don't know, <laughs> it wasn't that excited. I mean, that's what Vader does most of the time, is stands and talks. But
0: Yeah, but when I think back on Vader scenes from the original trilogy, I don't really remember him having a long conversation outside of Return of the Jedi. Like, I feel like in A New Hope, he's just like, do what I want you to do. And then he leaves. He throws his cape up and he walks out the door.
3: Or he'll stand by Tarkin and let Tarkin do all the talking.
0: Yeah, and they will just be like, check out the Force, you guys. I'm going to choke this douche
1: <laughs> your guys are saying that like he's incapable of talking he talks a lot that's like all he does It just it just he's more intimidating when he's more of like a presence than when he's you know just like you know well, i mean that's playing true, the politics but I, too I, I felt like he was plenty intimidating <laughs> and that's like ben Mendelssohn is like about to cry you know <laughs> he's, he's so fucking scared but like he's not scared and that's the the cool thing about that scene is it shows that Krennic, despite how absolutely, like, he's already shit his pants, like, five times in that scene, it's, he cares more about his status and his rank, and you know, and his title, that, like, he's willing to go do that. He's willing to try to go tattle, you know, on Tarkin to Vader.
0: Yeah, so that's probably like, a pretty good chance he'll die. I feel like Darth Vader kills yeah. most officers that he talks to.
1: Yeah, yeah what about the vader dad joke i don't think it was that bad <laughs> i don't know what do you guys think so he chokes him and then he says don't choke on your aspirations he's doing like a little thing with his hand oh he's cho- choking him what was the just vader so you know that he's now. the one choking him tug at the car just a little bit like
0: eh. he like falls down mm-hmm. to his knees it's getting real choked yeah
3: I don't know. it was just, it was just a little silly i mean it's definitely like it. <laughs> i don't know I, I think the thing is they think that this scene needs more than talking we need to throw something in there either he whips out the lightsaber or he's gonna use the force, or something i
1: i mean i like the fact that he choked him the line is like here i didn't think it was that bad it was not great whatever i wish was... you could have thought of something different to do maybe like maybe like force like squeezes nuts no <laughs> <laughs> That that would definitely bring Spaceballs into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fine. Of course, oh, you of course you want to see him choke someone. That's what he does to like his <laughs> colleagues, you know. It's just like you know, it's definitely not a Vader movie. But they gotta tease him a little bit before they give him to you at the end. Not a Vader movie. It's a Rebels movie. What do you guys think of all these these lovable Rebel characters? The main complaint I hear is that like, oh, they didn't flesh out any of the characters. But it's like. When do they flesh out like ten characters in a movie? You know, do they ever do that? When you have like an ensemble cast, does everyone get like an hour of exp- exposition? You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. So like, I I didn't. I felt I felt plenty attached to to everyone. Like I, mean, I
2: like a Robert. They Alton were pretty shallow, but I, I felt like
1: <laughs> they're going for you. Know, I got who everyone. I got everyone and who their role was and who they were supposed to be. I
0: I would say the only character whose motivations were never totally clear to me um, was Rezakmet, the defector Imperial pilot, um, because it yeah it, it kind like it, it kind of seemed like he really loved Galen Erso. Yeah, I, think.
1: I think I got I got the point that he you know he was when he says. Uh, you know, Galen gave me a choice to do what's right or or make amends, you know I feel like he's just just one of those guys in the Empire that that is kind of it wasn't his idea of what he wanted to do, you know he kind of realized that the Empire was bad because not everyone, in a lot of the canon a lot of people a lot of normal people work for the Empire you know, they're not evil so he's kind of a slice of that kind of trying to figure out, you know. Okay, but wasn't there also a part where Forrest Whitaker sucked his
0: brains out with a tentacle monster?
1: That's because Forrest Whitaker's fucking crazy.
0: (laughs) But did he just, like, get better from that, or what?
1: It sounded sounded like he got better after they were talking to him in the cell. I don't think that lasted very long. He's just like, uh, yeah, I'm the pilot. (laughs) Okay. Also, Riz Ahmed, the one character whose real life name sounds like a Star Wars name. I was just gonna say that's the other thing is like I can't remember any of these people's names.
0: Oh God, if you can't do it,
1: I, do it. I remember. I remember so because they're so weird. Cheer at Emway, I remember, but I can never remember the big gun dude's it's name. Like Mobus. It's like bot, Bays <laughs> Mobus, yeah, maybe. I remember Mobus. Um, Good old oh, Mobus.
3: Yeah, it's like cracking jokes. They all have a character type. I, I think you yes. hit the nail on the head. It's like, we know enough about them. They're just a little
1: shallow. Yeah, which is fine. because, And like one of the things I heard that I really liked was like, Force Awakens was all about the characters and not about the plot at all. Because no one gives a shit, you know, because it's just Star Wars again. But what it did well was make me care about these characters going forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Episode um, 7 set up Episode 8.
1: Exactly, but but this movie, I it's less about the characters and more about the plot and the setting and all that kind of stuff. Even though I guess some people didn't like the plot, but I was dying for more Galen Erso though. He's so cool. He is super cool. Like that book is, you know, that, that book is awesome. Going back to the uh, oh, yeah, your book. I was, was just gonna say like yeah, nerds. the it, the book for nerds make. The book for nerds enhances the viewing experience, which is really cool, but at the same time really sucks, because, you know, the movie should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, like in the movie, Galen is kind of just, you know. I did a bad, bad well, thing. Yeah, but like he had to do the bad, but like the whole book is like, he, his, he's, he's all about kyber crystals and researching all that stuff, but he started working, you know, <laughs> Krennic, Krennic uh, convinced him to work on it, saying that, okay, you're going to work on this renewable energy project. And then behind his back, Krennic was trying to weaponize it. So
0: here's a canon so he for, he for he you, Nancy. So he didn't even think he was weaponizing it. Um, is this the first time that they've said that the Death Star is powered by the same thing that powers lightsabers?
1: Uh starting with the book for nerds uh yes i believe so but the and it, it, it's kind of interesting cuz like in some of the other books they hint at like you know after <laughs> after the clone wars there you know the empire starts cuz the basically the jedi had a monopoly on kyber crystals and so after they killed them all they were like first they took them all out of their lightsabers and then they like went to all these planets and like stripped the planets of the crystals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, my
0: nerdiest question for you is this one. I thought lightsaber crystals were on Ilum. Why are they all
1: on Jeddah now? So so they're not all they're not all anywhere. They they're all over the place. Um That's that's my answer. All right. Good <laughs> enough. Uh
0: we haven't talked about the star of this movie yet. Which is Felicity Jones. Should we at least mention her? Is that enough? She's good.
3: I'm kinda tired of Star Wars characters feeling like the leads feeling very neutral. It's actually making Luke look really good to me now because Luke was like kinda whiny. Luke like felt like a regular person from like Earth to me. I, I like I think Jin was was fine. I like that she's kinda
0: badass. Yeah, Jin had this arc of like she starts out in a hard labor prison and she's like cynical and then she finds out that her dad's not a bad guy and so she becomes like a real inspiring optimist to the whole team. So she like she like switches. That's that's an arc.
1: Yeah. I liked her. Nothing bad with her.
0: I know some people, not a lot of people, but some people complained that Daisy Ridley's character was just like good at everything and everybody liked her and even han is like you should be on my team so you know here she she kind of earned it like everyone hated her at first but then at the end they're like we'll die for you yeah it is a slightly different type in the lead
3: role which is nice i'm still waiting for like a, a star wars movie though that stars like a badass like a mad max type guy like, that's, like, Matt, like Mads Mikkelsen, like, he had this presence, like, he looked like a Toshiro Mafuni or, like, a samurai with his bun up there. I mean, I know it wouldn't have made any sense for him to be the lead because he's, like, a Death Star maker, but it's, like, he's, like, this dude's a badass. Like, I want, I want a Star Wars movie about a badass who's, like, I don't give a fuck. He says fuck for the first time. It's the Dash Rendar movie.
1: <laughs> it's the Dash Rendar movie.
0: Also, can we all agree it is a disappointment that Felicity Jones didn't try to do a Mads Mikkelsen Danish accent this entire movie?
1: <laughs> Accents are all
3: over the map. I have no know any what anybody's doing. Like, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen, what? I couldn't tell if he was doing just, a, 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 like, American-human. I don't know what he was doing.
1: But then, was, Fli- was Felicity Jones was doing British, right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, not her British accent. Like, she, she's she got, a, like, an extreme British accent. In real life, and I think Riz Ahmed was—I
3: was doing mild British. Was Critic doing American? Critic was, uh, was doing Australian. Okay, so he's just doing his thing. Everyone's mostly just yeah. doing their thing, except yeah. for uh, Alan Tudyk as the robot, who was like, "Yeah, am I like kind of being British? Are Star Wars people supposed to be British?"
1: <laughs> I feel like. Yeah.
0: Well, they did a thing where the rebels were American. Like the empire was well, British and the rebels up that were American because they
2: shot a lot of the original Star Wars movie. Yeah, but now I feel London. like it's just like So a lot of the actors they use There's used. no
1: rules for accents, so don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she Oh, yeah. yeah. No, But the thing is she only does that when she's around the <laughs> Except Empire. in the
2: first part of A New Hope like maybe Carrie Fisher, Fisher speaks, speaks uh, with yeah, kind like a of a British accent. accent and then so then she loses like it Halfway <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: See this is why they need <laughs> the Dax Rendar movie Because he'd, spe- he'd totally speak with a American accent Built another Death Star
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trying to be diplomatic. shit up
1: uh, What else? I guess we haven't talked about K2SO It's funny <laughs> Yeah, so Nicole hates. She she came to the realization that she does not like droids who speak English. Hmm. Yeah. It's very very specific complaint. It's very, uh, you know, she just so she know wait. Why. She
0: hates the droid that's getting its feet burned <laughs> in
1: Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that that's exactly what I asked her. <laughs> and I asked her, but, he goes now now now. Just
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Does he just say me she like, doesn't oh, like
3: no. Oh, no. oh
1: Well, she I actually mean, specifically said That could does. be the only word
2: oh, No, Those guys are
3: hilarious. Think, like, so like a effective.
2: Pokemon or something.
3: Except for bones. You know what I'm saying, Nancy? Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Getting some nerd shit in there. Super nerd shit. Next layer nerd shit.
1: I'm about ba- I'm to, to read the sequel. To that book how, how much right. stuff is out there there's really only like 10 books out there right now but I mean they only restarted like the franchise like yeah but it's not like one author <laughs> they got...
3: I, I'd be curious to know something from you guys what do you think of all the new planets we've got a lot of that in this movie
2: confusing. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of new planets in the other one, too. I'm like,
3: God, My problem with the very minor problem with Force Awakens, a lot know. of those planets you just felt get like used planets they don't have been the to. Plan. I guess there's a lot of planets yeah. in the prequels, too. These felt too. like way more diverse.
1: You had that weird rainy planets. rock planet. Was that Jed die Jed That was... No, that was... That was yeah. uh, EA do.
3: And you had... I love the tropical planet. Where, where was that? Yeah. Scariff, yeah, Scariff, Blowed up. That was so cool. I that love that cool. sequence. That
0: was
1: a great like action sequence. Yeah, the whole like, the whole third act is like pretty uh, mind blowing.
0: I'm just, I'm sorry, John. Did you hear in the movie they said at at instead of at at? Did they? They did.
1: That, That's, so that sounds so stupid. Fun. At at. Even, even though, even though the those. Those walkers are ATACTs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they're, they're just like I. No, I mean they're just like I've just seen it places. But that's uh, no, They're like that way is. bigger, I guess, than regular. That's the A-T-A-C's. noticeable de- detail. If you have to ask an yeah, expert, even, it's the yeah. Size. yeah. And some people were complaining about how easy it was to take them down.
0: Well they were, it was x wings taking them down, right?
1: That's exactly what I thought, like you know these aren't like those dumb little speeders, and you know this
0: is like two movies in a row where basically x wings just come in and wreck shit, and I'm yeah. fine with that
1: <laughs> I'm way yeah. into it. I was just all about getting an actual space battle, I thought that was yeah,
0: not a low well, it was kind of <laughs> orbit we got but they were in space like it wasn't blue skies, space. it was stars, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was just all about it pretty much everything in the third act is was awesome, yeah, I have no complaints.
0: Spaceball stuff, giant empire Wikipedia. it was all good.
3: No like zooming in on spaceships like it's someone who has a handheld <laughs> camera. I feel like the direction might have been better in this. I don't know if this the script probably wasn't as good, but I don't know it there was I, there wasn't the weird J.J. Abrams flourishes because. <laughs>
0: not i don't know like that the the battle in the snow was so beautiful in episode seven
1: yeah i don't know it it wasn't very much though
0: yeah it was pretty brief
1: Hmm.
0: and i you know i I didn't like the zooming but the tracking shot of the x-wing blowing stuff up on that marsh planet in episode seven was
1: oh my god that's like my favorite that's my favorite sequence from that movie just seeing Poe do his thing. Just killing a lot of people. <laughs> okay, I got another thing.
3: I'm tired of the force. Can we get away from the force? I get that the Asian <laughs> guy thinks it's cool, but I feel like a movie would work just as well without him saying like he kept repeating it over again, like please force, please force, force, force. And then like Jen's like, May the force be with us. I thought the
1: force to everybody was just like a joke. It's like Scientology, right? <laughs> I think it's something that the uh well And again, that's Lyra's mom was Force sensitive. I mean, Jin's mom was Force. She's like all about the. I know she was like kind
0: of wearing Jedi robes in the movie. Like her costume was
1: almost Jedi robes. Yeah, she's not like a Jedi or anything, but she's just like she's. The the thing I liked about it is that they're they're showing that, and I know John hates the Force, so I'm with Han Solo uh, on this one yeah (laughs) but again that's like why star wars is so cool is because there's so many different things you can like in the universe you know you don't have to be but uh (laughs) so yeah like what was i gonna say so they're 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 showing you that you don't have to be a jedi to use a force and there's different like there's different way you know different i guess levels like you know you're not gonna see uh, cheer it, like, pick something up with his mind, but he's just kind of in tune a little bit so that he can walk around and, like, and tell what people are going to do and stuff like that. It
0: fills in the most basic gap of Star Wars knowledge, like, why can't stormtroopers hit anyone? It's because all the main characters have, like, at least a little bit of force, and so stormtroopers <laughs> can't hit them.
1: Those death troopers can hit people.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, that's something, like, But without lightsabers suddenly guys with guns in (laughs) armor are scary again like who knew you could actually make stormtroopers a threat in 2016 of all times (laughs) what's the deal with those black stormtroopers Nancy why are they only in this movie
1: they're just like Krennic's like personal posse yeah it's close friends. And they take off their helmets and they still talk. Like, blah,
0: blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, <laughs>
2: that was
3: like almost funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like those. I'm trying to think of if there's any, like, references. Like, there's lots of references, but any that were, like, cringy and any that I really liked. I'm trying to compile all references to previous movies in my head.
0: C-3PO and R2-D2
1: Was there an Obi-Wan reference? I can't remember There was the I what? thought that
0: was handled well
1: Yeah The only reference I cringed at Is the uh, death sentence on 12 systems guy That was like That was very like on the nose Did and he like, say the same amount of systems Or was it less systems? <laughs> no he just said like He didn't say anything He just said like Oh get out of my way you know. And it showed, and it showed both of them I, think I like to think at the dead time, dead time dead he, only dead had, dead he only had he only had dead
0: dead. eleven. So. You better watch yourself.
1: Yeah, you better watch yourself or something. It was was like, Panda Baba there too? Yeah, they were both there. Yeah, he was there. A- <laughs> <laughs> I like, I don't know. C three PO wasn't that bad to me because like, of course he's going to be in the movie. Like, there's you know, of, of course. Like, why wouldn't he be there? Give him a line, whatever. It wasn't as, like, C-3PO was hella annoying in Force Awakens. He wasn't that bad in this yeah, one.
3: Yeah, he's like the Stan Lee of the Marvel, or the, uh,
1: Star Wars universe. He's gotta be in yeah. all of them. Yeah. Making
3: his cameo.
0: Unless they do one before the prequels ever. That'd be weird. So one... Oh. One other, uh, cameo that was pretty good was they had Red Leader and Gold Leader, Gold show, leader up and show up in the Why
3: final are those battle. That was pretty battle? good. I like it. What's so good about those I mean, just guys?
1: May. I mean, it's I just, just like, like why, why wouldn't it? they be there? I just like, yeah. why are those guys interesting? They're not interesting. That's why they only show them for like a second, and they say like two words. But it's just yeah. cool to know that they're there, and you know.
3: I didn't even like notice, but I heard people clap. So I was like, oh, this, this must be guys for other ones.
1: <laughs> All I care about is Porkins. He wasn't there. Yeah, but Red, Red 5 was like the, Red 5 is the, new, the new Porkins. I thought that was pretty cool, because as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, this guy's going to die. And he did. And he did. And we actually got to see Y-Wing's, like, bomb stuff. Uh, What else?
0: You see a Hammerhead, Ram. Hammerhead.
1: Appar- apparently that Hammerhead thing is, like, from some, like, role-playing game or something. Like, Super Nerdy.
0: Okay. You want me to apologize for Nice Hill Republic? I'm sorry. Is that,
1: is that what it's from? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. That's like the ship. The Ebon Hawk? No.
0: Pretty sure. Nerds. Colin, what made you cringe the most? Oh that
3: was it. Yeah, I guess that's that's the big thing,
1: right? I think that's I guess we already covered it. But other, I mean, we're talking more like cameo. Uh, other than Grand
2: Tarkin. <laughs> to be honest, I also wasn't a fan of showing Princess Leia's face like the last shot of the movie being a CG well, again, though, like
3: it's got to be hundred percent fan service. The worst. People, like, about this movie in
2: the first place? <laughs> I just feel like they could have just shown her from behind, and that would have been enough.
3: I think the thing is, it's well, I think it's, I guess it's not so much fan service as it's for the people like that we like know don't who it is. Like, why, idiots, why do we need like, to
2: go there? Yeah.
3: I don't <laughs> see like, all that fan service. Star Wars references, because there's the people think, that only like, get the die hard ones, you
1: know. I think it's more like what Sean said. I think it's hubris. I think it's just. Gareth Edwards is like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it all. I'm doing it. Just how big my dick is. Let's do it.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean I guess, yeah, like at that point if you've committed to the idea that having an entire C G character having like also tons of dialogue at that point no big deal they'd it's said like, yeah said you, hope So think, many like, times this, in that movie. I
0: didn't no need Leia to say it. Why not? Just it's like, come on, movie. guys. I know the next movie's coming. I would rather,
1: Vote. I would have rather saved that for Leia. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it would have been a lot more powerful if they just not said it a thousand times and then we get Leia saying it.
0: There. Okay. So we've talked about most of the cast. Uh, we haven't really talked about Diego Luna, but whatever. He's fine. The the one person that I wanted to talk about though is Forest Whitaker. So Forrest Whitaker is playing a guy from the Clone Wars TV show Aged (laughs) way up And I guess he's just had a real hard time Cause like He's got a Darth Vader breathing mask Thing that he sometimes uses And he's got a Crazy voice and he's got Robot chicken feet How'd you guys feel About this performance Funny He's like Marlon Brando in Apocalypse
3: Now.
2: <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not sure. Yeah, he's just This crazy, is man. good, just like, but it's like it. he's in the movie. I, yeah, I feel like they gave him briefly weird
0: enough words or, like and like weird phrases to say. Like, I can't even remember what it is. Like, there's the part where Jin's hiding as a child and he opens the door and he doesn't just say, like, come with me. He says some weird, like. It's like,
1: come, child.
0: <laughs> and and then, like, the, the the line that stuck out the most to me was, like, save the rebellion! Save the dream! And I'm like, what the hell is he talking
1: about? What do you mean? What
0: do you mean, what is he What do you know dream what he's is he about? talking
1: about? Of, like, you know, destroying the empire, being free, and all that stuff. (laughs) Dream. How does that confuse you? It's like extreme. Okay, it's
0: not like confusing, but it's just. It's an unusual thing to say.
1: Well, he's an unusual dude. He is. Like, he's just like. You're probably telling the truth, but I'm going to, like, put this tentacle porn monster on your face and fuck you up. You know, it's like, it's like, why would he do that? He's fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I think they did a good job of illustrating why the Rebellion does not want to work with him. Yeah. I definitely like the fact that, you know, on previous movies it's felt so,
3: like, you got the good guys and the bad guys. It's nice to see some people that are kind of in between because that's what it would be like, so... I kind of yeah. enjoyed that new perspective.
1: Yeah. Especially, like, with Diego Luna. Like, you know, he was not... I thought he was just going to be, like, the straight man. Just he's just, like, straight, he's straight shooting people in the back. You know. I really didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> also, when we're done with
3: this conversation, I'd like to ask you guys a question about the future of Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Uh, just Darth Vader's... Second appearance, pretty, pretty sweet.
2: I think we may be. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Yeah, uh-uh. yeah. I thought it was pretty sweet, because. He's just like been ruined by the prequel. Like so like I'm all about that was how like tight quarters in the it was. Original trilogy. Well, and there's the it shot did, of them all like
1: looking down the dark
2: hallway. In Mass. Yeah.
1: And wants. it's like as soon as you saw that shot, it's like you knew the red lightsaber was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. My favorite part is when he like holds that guy up at the ceiling and then he's like killing some other guys like you forgot about him. Mm-hmm. And then he like looks up, he's like, oh yeah. And then he like chops him in half. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: It's a hell of a scene but are we just going to pretend the the fight with obi-wan in a new hope is more exciting than it is
1: you know cuz I, I i rewatched it and it's it's really it's not that unexciting and i feel like the reason i can justify they're not like you know bouncing around is just cuz like it's not about the fighting and that mm-hmm. you know and I, for for either of them it's not they're not trying to kill each other, really, I don't think, you know. I think Vader is pretty interested in, like, what Obi-Wan has to say and, you know. What I'm afraid of... But Obi-Wan's, Obi-Wan's the one that draws his lightsaber first, I think, so it's like... Or no, no maybe it's Vader not, has his just out. No, Vader has his out,
0: yeah. um, What... The thing about that scene, though, is, like, their conversation is so interesting because you don't know, like, anything that's, uh, like, about what they're talking... Like, when he says... When we last met, I was but a learner, now I'm the master. You're like, well, what the hell is he talking about, right? But now we know like, literally everything they reference we've seen in a movie now.
3: You know, I was just going to say something I appreciate about all the original Star Wars movies. I feel like all the main lightsaber battles were about something much deeper than the actual fight. Mm -hmm. Whether it be Luke fighting Vader in Empire or Return of the Jedi, I feel like most of the time Vader is not really interested in the fight. He's more interested in some ulterior motive or
1: they're having some sort of conversation. That's what's good about him. That's also what's cool about... This scene is that, like, Vader's not interested at all in any of these people. So he's just mowing them down. Like, he doesn't give a shit. You should just spud it Grievous style. Except that sucks. <laughs> he's
0: got robot <laughs> limbs, but so he doesn't really use them.
2: He just spit it around
1: like a, like a drill. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sweet. And he, like, takes all of their guns at the same time. Man, it's awesome.
0: And I feel like they did a good job making those weird helmet guys kind of cool too, by like having them yeah. relay race the <laughs> thing through the
1: door.
3: The
2: disk.
1: It did. It did make me question why. Yeah. You know, get that floppy disk. It did make me question why they uh, like because the first time I watched Robo and I I went home and watched A New Hope immediately, and uh, it's like what I guess why doesn't he just i guess because he didn't have the stormtroopers you know but like he walks in the thing and he does he's not he's not he's not continuing his rampage you know
0: he's had some time to cool down
1: yeah i guess he's like you know they, they've they at
0: that point they've got him tractor beamed they got him sucked into the star yeah. destroyer like he can take yeah. his time yeah yeah it's not as urgent maybe he's taking a bath you know yeah or he's in his uh, special pod It's getting juicy. Does he have a special pod on all Star Destroyers or only on his Super Star Destroyer?
1: I'd assume they built one in for wherever he goes. I hope so, too.
0: He's got a special room. Like, the CEO of a company has that office that nobody uses, even though he's off at the other branch. Yeah.
3: Alright, what's your question, My question
0: uh, is about the future
3: of Star Wars. And maybe you guys have thought about this. I'm sure Colin has not and I'm sure he's not interested in this question. But I've thought about it. And since they're going to make 100 Star Wars movies, are there any stories that have not have yet to be announced that you guys are like, you know, I'd be more interested in that because I have one. And I think for me it's, what the fuck was Obi-Wan doing like in the desert for that long? I want to see a Ewan McGregor, like, Western, man with no name style, like, Jedi movie on Tatooine. I think that would be yeah. really cool. I feel like people have been talking about, like, Ewan McGregor wants to do it again. And that'd be cool because he's good in that role. And, like, that's the we I want to see.
1: Will they do that? I'm just wondering if there's oh, any
3: stories that you guys are like, hey, maybe they
1: should do that. Especially
3: you, Nancy, because you know so much.
1: So the, the the big thing about that is a couple weeks ago, they, uh... Well, so the, everyone's wondering why haven't they announced that yet because it's so obvious. And Ewan McGregor wants to do it. And, of course, Disney's going to do it. Um, but on some weird ass podcast, uh, I didn't actually listen to it, but they said like there's a entertainment weekly writer that's like, you know, sucking on star Wars, Lucasfilms, everything all the time. And he said the reason <laughs> I didn't want to get to it done. was like, where is but, he going to get this? Anyways, <laughs> but like basically, basically he's a shill for Lucasfilm, right? Mm-hmm. So, like anything he says, he's probably saying on purpose. And so, what he said was, the reason we haven't gotten a Obi Wan announcement yet is because they're not done with him in the current trilogy. So that, so, that leads me to believe that you know he'll be in Episode Eight. Ewan you're, you're McGregor will. And they're just gonna CG Alec huh? Guinness's face on top of
0: him.
3: I mean, hey, you know, Obi Wan's in McTrigger, Heavy Vengeance.
1: <laughs> it's possible. When when I wa when I watch Alec Guinness, I feel like he looks he looks fu- like they look pretty similar, you know. I don't know. I don't I don't need any CG. I I, I buy it, you know. So, I think I'll appear in my younger form today. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they could give him like some white hair or something, you know.
0: Yeah, get Liam Neeson in there.
1: Oh, God, that'd be so... That's all I want. Just
0: have them hanging out.
1: Just chilling.
0: Yeah, I think Liam
3: Neeson would be better as a Force ghost than he ever was as a character. Not that he was bad, but he's in a bad movie. Well, well, he's, he's he's great in that movie. Yeah, I it's feel like good. you and McGregor, they really owe him for, like, him, him sounding yeah. just like Obi-Wan and looking like Obi-Wan and then, like, giving him nothing interesting to do and making him super inconsistent.
1: So, so that's why, I like... I felt really cool about, about Jimmy Smiths. Smith. They were like, you know, come on in. It's not, not your fault. Yeah, poor guy. Poor Jimmy Smiths. <laughs>
3: come on back, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if there's other stories you guys um, are interested in hearing. I know I wanted to do at some point, I don't know if we'll ever do it, a pitching tents so where we can pitch our own Star Wars movies. I think that would be fun at some time in the yeah, future. Yeah, I don't know if
2: I want to yeah, save I it. I wanna, I'm interested in the huts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. that a thing they're doing?
0: Oh, you should watch the Clone Wars, then, Colin. Mm,
2: I mean, I want to see like a real movie, like God Godfather style,
1: the Globfather. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally like a a, a popular opinion, because well, because they they apparently they were like minutes away from. Not minutes, but like they were really close to showing a Boba Fett teaser like a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. But then they scrapped it. And uh, I wouldn't want a Boba Fett movie. But I think there could be a really cool like bounty hunter movie in the same vein. Like with the Huts involved, you know, kind of like just that whole like, you know, that whole Godfather kind (laughs) of feel. That'd be cool. I feel like the way you got
3: to do it is you got to have like a good guy like infiltrate and like pretend to be part of like Jabba's clan and stuff.
1: <laughs>
3: Gets too close. I, f- I feel like the Jabba movie and the Bounty Hunter movie are two different movies. You got the Godfather type movie and then you have like Expendables with Bounty Hunters. Like <laughs> it's like oh, it's the first R-rated Star Wars movie. Yeah, but they're not like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What bounty Hunters will do any job. They don't just have to do Jabba work. It's true. I just wanna see like Bosque and his name Dengar or whatever. And T I eighty three you know. I wanna see I wanna see that exact lineup. That'd be hilarious. And Boba Fett. And I like Lawrence Kazan's idea of like, I hate that Boba Fett's a clone, so let's just have like some dude kill him and take his armor. Which is very (laughs) weird, but I like that idea. That's what Lawrence Kazan said. That was his idea for a Boba Fett movie. But I don't know he's so oh, old. He's probably probably done. He probably didn't even write much. I don't know how much he actually wrote on on a uh, Force Awakens. I guess we'll never really know. I feel like JJ Abrams probably did most of the work. He's probably more a consultant, but I don't know. I
1: don't, he's writing the Han Solo movie, isn't
3: he? Yeah, well along with his son and someone else. I hope that's good. I really think that that could be a lot more fun than people are you know are expecting i think people are expecting Uh, it to be stupid but i think it's been well cast and it's got a good directing team behind it
1: well the only yeah with those guys directing that's all it can be is like super fun and like awesome so uh,
3: i might be more excited for that than the next that's episode eight because i don't know
0: uh not me i'm (laughs) i'm hedging it all on episode
3: eight (laughs) you got
0: ryan what's his face Johnson, Little nerd yeah. guy. Yeah, I
3: mean he's pretty good, and I feel like since all the characters are established, they can just go off and like get into it, you know. So suck on Indeed. everything.
1: Suck on everything.
0: Yeah, I, I was telling everybody that was complaining about Episode Seven's plot similarities to A New Hope that like it's because the plot doesn't matter; they had to set up the characters so they can make Episode Eight really good, and so episode eight has to be really good it has to be or i'm in trouble just like how
3: jurassic world 2 has to be great right
0: oh my god did you hear that they're on the record saying that bryce dallas howard isn't gonna wear high heels there's gonna be a totally a scene in this movie i guarantee it where she's like hold on guys and she takes off her shoes and puts on like running shoes
3: and not to get off topic but i will I heard Jay Biona's like, "We're like, I'm so sick of like CGI dinosaurs. We're gonna use so many robots.
0: We're gonna use real dinosaurs.
3: We're gonna, use real, we're gonna make real dinosaurs and use real robots and shit." I am excited about that movie, kind of, for a movie that will probably be horrible. Probably. But that's not Star Wars yet. Both franchises have Colin Trevorrow heavily involved because he will be directing Episode Nine, which I'm not excited about.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, but Ryan Johnson's writing it, so. I like that continuity.
0: Then you know, for whatever it's worth, J. J. Abrams was like, "That script's so good. I wish that was the movie I was making." Set episode seven. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I I feel like J. J. Abrams probably didn't have a ton of fun doing that.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing he's probably pretty pleased now, though, just getting to like oversee stuff.
1: Yeah, that's probably a lot more fun for him. I think
0: basically, like Kevin Smith's dream job.
1: Yeah. I just love how positive Kevin Smith is. He's a little yeah. too positive. He said, when he saw yeah. Revenge of the Sith, he's like,
3: This is the best Star Wars movie ever. At least he said it was better. He said it was better than Jedi.
1: He says that after every Star Wars movie he sees. That's <laughs> pretty funny. It's like, you know, it's cute. So, yeah, check out Rogue One. It's the best Star Wars movie ever made.
0: Well,. You've brought up what I think was going to be my closing question was, it's really dumb, but if you were making a Star Wars list, where would you put Rogue One on the list?
1: Uh,
3: I think it's probably better than all the prequels, but I don't think it's better than any of the original movies, and I don't think it's better than Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens, they're pretty close, but I think Force Awakens has a little more magic and whimsy to me. Or well, This is more like, got, like gritty
1: force awakens definitely has a sheen to it it's kinda yet you've still only seen force awakens one time yeah think. only one time <laughs> I did not fall asleep <laughs> I, I it, it's close for me um just cause I'm a canon junkie uh that helps a lot with rogue one but I'd probably say I like force awakens a, little, a tiny bit better
0: yeah, I'm with you guys. I think it's, it's like five, four, six, seven, Rogue One. On my list.
1: Yeah, I
2: pretty much would agree with you. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I like it better than Force Awakens. I'll just say I do, just to mix it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a self-contained story, and I like that about it. Even though it has a million different references to other Star Wars movies, it's kind of not. But whatever. <laughs> It's not that standard. I mean, it all hinges on stuff that happens in A New Hope. Like, it's completely dependent on that movie, but whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Wait, but, I mean, you can respect that they didn't leave any wiggle room. They killed off all the characters and the movie ends, like, literally seconds before A New Hope begins.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: That's good stuff, and that's I think, is our consensus on exactly what kind of movie Rogue One...
1: Well, no, I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear, is it good, medium, or bad? I think it's good. I think it's good.
2: It's, it's medium good.
0: <laughs> oh, is medium good an option? Me- I'm going I'm to switch Me- to medium good.
1: <laughs> I'll say...
0: It's oh, it's it's two-thirds good, one-third medium.
3: I respect that. It's like we're talking about how to cook a burger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this
3: one's well done. That's going to be our new
1: rating for future movies. So. <laughs> well done is the perfect movie. Oh my god. Can I
0: change the ratings on the blog to meat cooked levels? <laughs> Please, can I change
1: it? <laughs> so yeah, you got to change the name of the blog, though. What would it be, like... How do you like
2: it? Please no. (laughs)
1: Mildly Sizzler.
3: Just make it Sizzler.org and we'll wait until you get (laughs) sued.
0: Alright, thank you for listening. You can go to our website, not Sizzler.org, unfortunately. It's MildlyPlease.com and uh, look up our podcast by searching MildlyPlease on iTunes or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts it's probably iTunes that's it for now but I think there's a very special award show coming so stay tuned and thank you for
2: listening I do